This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chicago. Coming from the 606 Media Studios, this is the TCSF Podcast with Big Z featuring Ivan from the Tape Never Lies Network. What up, brother? How are you? Dude, I'm... uh... I'm chilling. It's my day off. I've been like, you know, I've been having me a little drinky drink, so I'm all right. I'm a little. I feel. I feel a little loose. A little lubricated. Night football. I got. Yeah, I got Monday. I got three. Three TV or three screens going on. Beautiful. I got Monday night football. I got the Bulls. Like I told you, God bless them. Like yeah. hopefully they could, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And then I got a. I got a baseball game too. So the World Series on, another screen. So it's sports. Sports Monday. You know what I mean. Hopefully, hopefully it gets better throughout the week but i doubt it it was a shitty weekend yeah uh cherry on top the bears still suck i mean that's a good and bad thing and we'll get into it pretty soon episode 167 is brought to you by 606 media true chicago sports fans and great clothing company don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official tcsf podcast t-shirt I got one on too. Look at that. Nice. Woo! That's right. Search for uh, keyword True Chicago and use our promo code True Fifteen. True, uh, yeah, True Fifteen for 15% off your entire order. That is True Fan Fifteen for your official TCSF shirts. And uh, you know you can support the show with the monthly subscription at Anchor.fm backslash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go over there, click on support, and you can subscribe for as little as ninety nine cents a month. But uh, you know what? Like you just mentioned earlier, the Bears went to LA, and it looks like they did not charge themselves like they like your iPhone when you forget the charger, and uh, they literally had no juice going into that game, uh, into beautiful SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. That that place is phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, you know it was it was hard to concentrate on, and it is beautiful. It was hard to concentrate on the scenery especially when the product was absolute dog shit. And it's hard to, it, dude, I'm telling you, I'm, and I'm trying to keep it- Positive. You know, po- not positive, but I'm trying to keep it where I'm not like completely just these guys, you know, effing, uh, you know, blah, 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 meatball, meatball, meatball. But it's just, when you, when you look at it, and I mentioned this before, you look at how this game plan for the offense has been run the past, year right and and including this year yeah they still don't understand who they want to be as a team as an offensive team yeah i mentioned last week run the football where do you set down the uh deonta foreman deontay foreman right for four weeks with no fucking explanation and he's been a monster for two weeks in a row Mm mm-hmm and the running game completely disappears from the from the equation. And I get, you know, the Bears ended up being down quick, and the defense is another story we'll get right, to. Right. But from the jump, and I mentioned you have to get off the bus running. Tyson Bajan throwing 38 passes in his in his second game ever. And I get it, like he looked great last week. The competition gets better. It didn't look great when you forced him to try to be the guy. And part of me feels like that was the plan the whole fucking time. Was to be like, aha, 
We got this guy. Look at this guy. We got him now. You know what I'm saying? And just trying to be the smartest motherfuckers in the room, which they're not. Yeah. And, and you have to, you know, last week, Matt Nagy, or Matt Nagy. Ooh, Might as well be. Freudian slip. Matt Eberflus went ahead and said, hey, you know, uh, well, there's multiple ways to win. We we believe in in, in running the football. No, you no, fucking you don't. Don't. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't because you changed again. That Minnesota game, what do you where do you think the success was coming from? 12, 12 man formation, 13 heavy sets, run the football down the fucking throat. Yeah. Run the football off on the outside. Uh, put that pressure on those DNs to make a fucking play. Run them the fuck over. Yeah, like well, that, like that's what was working, and just they decided to flip it, and that's when Justin was in. That's yeah. when Justin was in. Justin and, just had his best game, and that's how he got hurt. And, and that's how he got hurt. They decided to flip it instead of sticking with what was working. Yeah, completely agree. the The game plan should have been continue to run and and take the ball away from Herbert. Like you said, run it down their throat. What you're gonna do is you're gonna push Cleo Mack and the and Bosa off off the ends because now they got to play they got to chase the runner so they're not charging in that's going to allow your quarterback to have time in the passing game and they like you said they went completely opposite of the game plan that took them to a win a dominating win this guy had nine carries nine carries for 34 yards yes i know Rashawn johnson got in there for six carries uh evans got four and he got a touchdown but there should be no reason that this 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 running game should not be having a featured back 15, 20, 25 carries. Take the time of possession. You are not a team that can come back from a 14, 21 game, uh, point deficit. You are not those boys. And your offensive line cannot block for more than four seconds. This is why the kid's like, one, two, boom, out. One, two, well, out. Thank God. And, and well, thank God the kid's smart. Right. He, and, he could do that. Yeah. And, and and people are giving Tyson Bajan a lot of shit. And I really don't think it was his fault. He was literally stacked against at the beginning. And guess what? He is not that guy. I, I, and granted, he took some shots downfield. The, the first play of the game over the Mooney. Mooney should have had a touchdown. Moody should have, at minimum, a field, a field goal. So you got three points. But it should have been a touchdown. The refs fucked you over. And guess who's over the, on the sideline? Twirling his thumbs. Throw a fucking flag. Throw, throw a tantrum. Go on the fucking field. Throw a tantrum. Bro, where are you at? Where is your passion as a coach to be like, dude, you fucked it up. So what? If I get a flag, I get a flag. Fire up your team. Let them know you're fucking behind them instead of throwing everybody under the bus. You know... It's. It was very hard. like I was watching the game at work, and it was like I'm I'm just squirming, you know, in my like <laughs> like watching this thing, like and I'm it, obviously I'm doing my job, but I'm keeping an eye on the game at the right, same time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's hard for me to to, especially if I see something real quick and it's bad. I'm going to show some type of emotion. Like, I'm going to... Yeah, uh, uh, mm, yeah, uh, uh. yeah. But obviously, I have to remain professional. You know what I'm saying? Some like of us do. Some of us do, <laughs> right? But 
I, I I can't just you know mother motherfuck everybody. Oh God! And, and and you know and on the screen I can't just go nuts. <laughs> like it's just it like come on now like that's ridiculous. So I'm like yeah ugh. I'm just like I'm sure they think I have like Tourette's or something <laughs> and it's like I'm serious like I, or, where the hell is guy psych ward? It's a real thing which, and I don't and I'm poking fun at those people that do but like the way that I'm acting I just twitching it's yeah it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad watching this team yeah. and like i would say this about about how they operated as a defense and it reminds me of uh the end of uh sean desai right with sean desai like they had mm-hmm. no and sean desai now looks Amazing with the fucking Eagles defense. Of course, like, with all the Eagles. He's got all the toys. He's got all the toys to play with. Right. So, like, I remember Sean Desai not being aggressive. They at the end of games, at the end of halves, they would be so conservative to the point where these guys are just like, "Here you go, just throw it to the guy," and he has twenty-five fucking yards. Yeah, yeah. Before somebody's running up to fucking hit him. Like, they're just going to go Hail Mary, Hail Mary when they got 15 seconds left, 25 fucking seconds left. Like, it's just, it it reminds me so much of the last regime. And and the last regime reminds me of the regime before. And the regime before was just, you could just smush them all to fucking gather. And it's just been the same fucking garbage for the past decade. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I don't know what else to, to, to say. I, I'm obviously going to continue to like report on these fucking things and talk about it because it's 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 part of me. It's a team we love. I know. Look, you're so animated. You're and twitching. This is, and this is what they've fucking done to this team. Yeah. Guys like this. Yeah. Like they, this is where like the greatness where they came from. This is fucking garbage. Like like I. From the greatness that they that they were, from the from the teams that they were, from all the championships before the the merger, you know, from from the '85 Bears, from the 2000s Bears with Erlacher and Briggs and and, and Tillman mm-hmm. and Alex Brown and Adewale Agunle and Tommy Harris and all those guys that I grew up with. Right. How the fuck do you get to this again? Like, and it hasn't been a consistent thing. Like. It's been like here and there. You have never had anything consistent, but you consistently pick these guys that are the same fucking person, the same shit. They promise a lot. They smile in your face. They say all the right things, probably in, a, in, in an interview, mm-hmm. right? They go to church with with with, with, with Mrs. McCaskey or whatever. <laughs> I think that was Dick Jerron that did that. Yeah, they do. This is the type of shit that needs to change. The person you have leading your football team is it, it, like that philosophy of who you think should be it. Fuck that shit. Go get me Jim Harbaugh. Go get me somebody who's going to address the shit play, the, the address the mistakes, address when and and tell and be truthful about it to an extent. Agree, like you don't have to tell everybody everything. But address the fucking situation at hand in your locker room. Because right now, everybody is doing bare minimum. Nobody looks like they need that they're like they're a starter in the NFL or, or, or you know, on this football team. And I'm not talking about DJ Moore, but like I'm talking about the rest of the cast and crew. 
Nobody seems to be like wowing me. Everything just seems to be blah. Yeah. That's it. Like, exactly. this is what your team is a blah fucking team. Writing's on the wall, bro. It is, is over. It is wash, rinse, and repeat with the Bears, the Bulls, the White Sox. Uh, it's just the same regurgitation over and over and it's just a frustration Eladio over there watching thanks uh, brother I'll take the words out of Deion Sanders we're playing like hot garbage bro you, no words could have been truer no words could have been truer when your tight end can, continues to jump off sides I don't understand that do not understand how your tight end continues to jump off sides you don't target your number one receiver I don't give a shit if he's triple covered you have to throw it at, at him at some point You've got to move the defense or move the quarterback. He did a good job moving defense with his eyes. Get someone off of him. Put him in a slot. You cannot just keep on the outside and not throw over the middle. And if you don't throw over the middle, they're just going to be like, all right, cool. Easy work here. I'm just going to stand right here and watch you throw. And just pop the dude who's going to catch the ball. And guess what? There was an interception that Mooney should have caught. Literally caught it, got hit, coughed it up. Like, dude. You know you're in a critical situa situation. You've got to catch the ball. You want more throws to you? you got to catch the ball. The offense, again, I think that Getsy gets too cute. He's like, oh, I know the exact... I'm, he, he goes, Matt Nagy, I am the smartest man in the fucking room. No, you're not. No, you are not. You know, I, there's a saying, and I don't have the correct quote, and, and I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher it, but Bill Parcells... Um, I for, he, 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 he goes, it, it goes by, uh, it goes like when a, when a coordinator like tells you he likes to run a young coordinator tells you he likes to run the ball, like you probably ain't going to believe him or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. Because like all these guys, all these younger guys start to bail as soon as they get scared, as soon as things go against them, they bail on the fucking running game. Cause they want to implement their shit. Yep. Like you've seen it. Like I said. Look at the look at the the Washington game. Other than DJ Moore, they ran the ball well. Mm -hmm. Khalil Herbert was running people over. Yep, they ran the ball well. Then what did he do? Go out to go boom spread the first fucking play of the game spread sack on Justin Fields. It, it just doesn't make sense. Like and, and it continued that way. They they didn't run the ball until later in the game against the Vikings. But that by then it was too late. Right. So it's like you got to be able to trust your running game as a young coordinator. It doesn't seem like this guy wants to. And like that's why I said it looks like a Matt Nagy type of situation because he he does things like you saw l little flashes with Nagy when it came to like Mitch, right? And the running game. You saw some flashes and then they the next week, boom immediately get away from it never do it again never have two <laughs> running backs in the backfield don't have a fucking fullback you're not here to run the i formation when your entire personnel screams i formation mm -hmm. you know what i mean heavy sets run the football work off play action it, it's your your quarterback's best friend is a fucking good running game man yep you you got a good running game that could generate yards your young quarterbacks begin to look a lot more competent and a lot better. And, 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 and that doesn't dismiss the blocking, bro. Like, that doesn't dismiss the blocking because 
fucking Lucas Patrick was in, he was in fucking, he was in the lap of Roshan Johnson uh, on the fourth and two or fourth and one late in the game. With a bowl of chips. Like, and it's, it's, What's up, yeah, bro? and it's, it's just a travesty about, of how this team operates. And it starts with the head coach and it starts with the, with the coordinators. You know what I'm saying? It starts with those guys. Their coaches are what they're reflecting, right? This mm-hmm. is who you are. Right. And it's, it's fucking garbage. It's hot garbage. It looks like they can't develop anybody. I mean, that was a long first down. And I'm, <laughs> I didn't even get to that saying that, but it, that was our first down. Second down, my, my second topic for the Bears. Is it time to make trade and release players who are hurting the team, a la Velas Jones, Lucas Patrick, and Jalen Johnson? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I love the Jaylen deep breath. Jalen Johnson, I could see being moved, and I there was a trade put uh, put out there by um, our guy at the t- Tape Never Lies, Shane, mm-hmm. smartest man. He just sent it to me. Um, where was it? Because we were talking about just this, and we were talking about uh, going after. What are you? What, what's going to be the return? Chase Young, going after. Chase oh yeah, Young. Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. And, go ahead. And I believe it was like, oh, here we go. Trade him to San Francisco for their second, and and then uh, it'll be like a later second, and then try to flip it to Washington. And I'm like, okay. I mean, if you can't trade him straight up, and and Washington wants a draft pick, I agree with him. I agree with him there. So, any ways possible. Go ahead and get a pass rusher because you've already seen with the Jalen Johnson out, with you know uh, Eddie Jackson out, with the Jaquan Brisker out, you pretty much held your own. Yeah, you yep. know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. you were able to hold your own. Or, or I mean, it can't get any worse. You know what I'm saying. Like it, it can't get any worse. And I think uh, Brisker is going to be out quite a while because he had some weird concussion. Uh, yeah, l- he had delayed concussion. After. Yeah, De- delayed concussion issues. Um, so I'm, I doubt he'll be available this week. But no. you, in my opinion, the biggest, the gaping hole is that D-line and the lack of pressure you can generate with four. It's, it's so bad. And I get Chase Young is a risk with the injuries. He is a risk with the injuries. But if you're able to get a guy like him or a Montez Sweat, Ooh. You have to, you have to be able to take the risk because right now I think jobs are on the fucking line. I really do. I, I and it's in beyond the coaches. I think Ryan Poles at this point you're being assessed and the assessment doesn't seem to be good. Like I know the fans and I know a lot of the media are like are kind of it's it's starting to twist that way. Like what's mm-hmm. going on? But it doesn't look great. So. I, I'll say this. All I know is if my boss shows up and starts watching, regardless of what people think, you know, it is it, it was prime time and it was but if my boss is there mm-hmm. and is is on and is on the screen what writing shit down and watching it's it's usually not good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's usually not a good thing because he could have stood his ass up in the in, in the box not been you know just hanging out mingling and, and getting, uh, uh, you know, uh, creating contacts and stuff like that. But unless he was going ahead and looking at the side and writing about, oh, man, the side is great. We could use this. <laughs> we could use this. 
like you have to be assessing the team. Like there's no there's no bigger like I said, there's no bigger in my opinion uh, project than rebuilding the Chicago Bears football team before you go ahead and start building them the grand the the, the biggest fucking stadium you're probably gonna think of because I'm pretty sure that that's where it's gonna uh, end up being. It's gonna be the biggest stadium the Chicago scene. It's gonna be all out and. If you're gonna put a shit product out there, who's gonna fucking show up to pay for that? Yeah, who's gonna show up? You you, you do have the man that you you hired to be the essentially the CEO of, of the Bears that's gonna handle the financial stuff, and everything falls under him. He is taking a year to evaluate everybody because everybody was hired in place before he was brought in. So his job is like, hmm, I'm taking notes. All right. Uh, Ryan Poles, you fucked up uh, on this trade, Claypool. Ooh, second round draft pick. We could have that was almost the first round. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I'm gonna take that off. Uh, yeah. Um, who else did we? Uh, Lucas Patrick. Why is this dude on the? T- yeah, that's another mark. And essentially, he's just going down the road. Like, all right, whoa, Ryan Poles, he fucked up here, 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 here. Where's his wins? Uh, you got a couple wins here. And then you look at Eberflus. Uh, he's a great defensive coordinator. He should not is be. He a great def- is he a great defensive coordinator? He had a great defense in Indy. Okay, well, whatever is happening in Indy isn't what's happening here in Chicago. No, and it's not translating. And if you look at yesterday, you know, it's not fucking good against good teams. It's not good against good quarterbacks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it, and I got to shout out Shane again. Like, you got to list the, list the quarterbacks that Matt Eberflus has beaten. It's not good. No. They're not good. No, not they're at not, all. They're not quality. No. And if you if we're going to go ahead and be 100%, right? Right. We're looking at him through the throughout all these interviews. You could see a change because he's starting to just, he's starting to open up more. And I feel like it's more, more of like a desperation because he knows there's nothing else you can lie. You, you can't sit here and paint it pretty it's an ugly fucking pig it's an ugly pig there's no amount of makeup that could cover this shit yeah yeah you have you have the whole justin field saying these coaches are are not coaching me correctly you guys are giving me too much you're making me do stuff i'm not good at you you're not allowing me allowing me or putting me in positions for me to succeed with the skills that i have literally telling that to the media and then make him apologize for that for speaking his mind and speaking his truth and so you're not protecting that quarterback you literally have a guy who's a ferrari of a quarterback yes he can run but if you look at his tape he can throw as well if he has the time now can he process that's been his issues processing defenses but you're looking at a really good player that you're ruining because you want to do it your way, kind of like Maggie, Matt Nagy and Trubisky, instead of adopting your play calling, your philosophy to the players that you have here. And it's very, very simple. Adjust to the talent that you have here. Exactly. Perfectly said. That's it. That's it. Perfectly said. And if you're not going to do that, then we're wasting our fucking time with you like it's you can't just past 10 years we're wasting our time the past 10 yeah, years yeah you can't just expect and and the 
trust me, there's been so many amount of involvement that has been the reason why we like we've gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what was what's been promised and what has worked, they just don't seem to want to believe in what works here in Chicago. Right, running you the had ball a great defense. defense. You had a great defense. You had a great running game. And I'm not saying that that's where I want to be, right? I obviously want a dynamic uh, passing game as well. Yeah. But in order to establish that, right, you're gonna have to establish. It, it's it's so like nauseating to say over and over and over again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Build that offensive line, then. Work that running game, build the defensive line, and then you'll let's see if we could go ahead and and, and begin a, a play action game that's successful. Let's see if we could go ahead and pass block for our quarterback. You don't you you've just never done that. Everything's ass backwards with this franchise. Yeah. You're getting pieces left and right, and we're just plugging them in. Hope hopefully it'll work one day. <laughs> hopefully ho- hopefully we hit the right formula. One day, and we accidentally, you know, go on a run. That's pretty much what I feel like with this franchise at this point. 100%. You hired a coach, then the GM, and then the president. I mean, again, that makes no sense. But to your point of, of building a team, you look at a team like San Francisco. Take We're not talking about the Brock Purdy situation because I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. He's in a great situation with a great offensive mind that caters to the quarterback. You're looking at a team that built their offense and defensive lines first. They went and made a trade for one of the best running backs. They run the ball. They run the ball, play action, and the kid doesn't have to throw far. Now, when you put that that kid in that situation, we're talking about Purdy, he does not look good because you have to put it all on him. He is not made that way, just like Bajan's not made that way. He's there to game manage, get you 10, 15 yards. Maybe he'll, he'll hit one out of, out of three deep routes. Okay. You stretch the field a little bit, bam, go back to the running game and pound it on them. Take time of possession and let the defense do its work, give you the ball back. Again, time of possession. Just take the ball away from the offense on the other side. We're not asking. I'm not asking for Patrick Mahomes. I'm not. I'm really not asking for Patrick Mahomes because this team, these coaches, this organization would never be able to develop a player that way. They don't know what to do with that. Uh, it. I don't even know what the what to say because they're so frustrating because we've had tons of talent and we've never developed them. I a lot of you over here. I seen a stat where they compared Justin Fields' first twenty eight games to Michael Vick. Fields is on pace to be just like him or better. Fields' numbers were slightly better. Oh, with an old line, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it, I can't it, say I, more I'm than watching, that. I'm watching. I'm watching a guy right now that I critiqued. Hardcore coming out of Cal mm-hmm. and Jared Goff. Right? Yeah. Jared Goff gets put on the Rams, takes him to the Super Bowl, gets exposed in said Super Bowl, and then the Rams, you know, you could see the writing on the wall there the year after. They go ahead and get rid of him, right? Mm-hmm. He's tossed to the wind. The Lions pick him up. Everybody's talking shit about him. Look at what they've done with that Lions team. What have they done? They've done nothing but build both sides of the uh, off uh, of the line, right? Mm-hmm. Offensive yep. and defensive line. They got him weapons, yep. right? So they're able to protect him, and they got him weapons. A, 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 right? a very reliable running back, and a very reliable running back. He can catch and a tight end that's reliable. 
Oh, that and kid's a stud. And tight end. That's, uh, 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 you, you had a tight end in Hawkinson that was reliable. Right. And you get another tight end that's reliable in Laporta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you get rid of Hawkinson. So it's like, they're, like you're, you're telling me that you're going to just cast away Justin Fields. If anybody's trying to just discard him right now, I feel like that's such a mistake. Yeah. I feel like it's such a mistake. And I don't, I'm not, it's nothing against Bajan because the kid has been impressive. He belongs in the NFL. It, it's probably as a backup, but he belongs in the NFL. Like I said, if he becomes a starter, it's up to him, right? It's up to his play and what he does moving forward. But he belongs here. He deserves a job in the NFL. Justin Fields doesn't deserve to lose his job or be cast away just because he got hurt and the people that he's entrusted his career with don't seem to fucking understand how to utilize him best. And it's just, for me, you utilize Justin by the, the same shit we've, we've said before. Make sure you protect him, but if you can't protect him in, in this situation, what is your best trait? You could run the fucking football. So do that and work off of that. If Justin wants it a little, a little bit simpler, simple, make it simpler for him. Mm-hmm. Slants five, seven, it, ten. Yes, if he wants this, do that. Yes, do that. Just don't go ahead and try to force an identity on on a player when their ass like like their traits, their assets that they bring to the table aren't fitting. No, you have one receiver that can break from a, from a defensive player. One, everyone else can't can't get that separation. You have to scheme it. So if he doesn't have DJ Moore, he's like, well, uh, who else do I can I throw to? Mooney? Mooney's? Yeah, there's somebody on Mooney. Oh, there's someone on Komet. Uh, shit, my running back's blocking for me. I've got nowhere to go. I got to run. It, it, it's, it's a catch-22. <laughs> if you're not doing what, what benefits your quarterback and you're not running the ball to push their defensive line back so that they're not rushing on you all the time because they're going to have to be more on the defense pushing coming back instead of trying to attack your quarterback it's it, you're gonna lose every single game and i know we're, we're trying to get the, a, a better pick but at the expense of a pretty good quarterback are you gonna injure a quarterback over and over at this point i don't, I don't give a fuck about the pick i i this team picks are suspect that's how we say yeah but the team is you're in your second years with this coaching staff this team is supposed to take a step somewhere mm-hmm. and i just don't fucking see the steps it's you one know, step you, forward you three step back you see a flash here you think they get it you see them you see them running the ball 30 times with the running backs the game prior to this game you think they get it and then the next week they completely forget what got them the victory yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent all right, let's move over to third down. What is the future for Justin Fields? It, when when is he coming back? I know we already, uh, Eberflus already said that he is not playing the next game. I believe it's New Orleans, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not playing against New Orleans. So uh, when is this kid coming back? Because he is the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. So don't get it twisted. He did not lose his job, but is an injury. So he had the soft cast. When is this kid coming back? I would imagine um, I would imagine they not risk it because they want him to come back. Right. So if 
if he's not feeling it this week, or you know, after this week, if he's not able to grip the ball, I would say that they're just going to continue to week by week it until he can ultimately go. Because you're good, you have to see what you have in Justin. And to be honest with you, man, call me crazy, bro, but like. Maybe you go ahead and pick up this fucking option with the kid and still draft the quarterback. So now you got three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got a guy that's been in the league that needs us that still you don't know what you have. You got another guy that's, you know what I'm saying, that's uh, 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 fresh, a rookie. And you got a guy that's in his second year, you know, still that's shown that he's been of quality. I just think that you need to get rid of the coaching staff and the people that are entrusted to uh, develop, develop these guys bring them up and develop them it's it's been shit and i don't see any development whatsoever like i said i think they just threw uh Bajan to the wolves a little bit yesterday oh yeah, it, yeah oh yeah it was not great not great at all you're looking at the saints which was november 5th and then they have a quick turnaround four days later and they play on Thursday night football against the Panthers, and whether you win or lose, I think that's it, it's a catch. It's either way, it's, it sucks if you win or lose. Um, but then they got a ten days before they play the Lions. That's when I think Justin Fields will be back. I think the nineteenth is the most uh, reasonable time to give him another what uh, twenty days, twenty one days, three weeks to get that that grip strength back because it does take a long time. I mean, we've both dislocated fingers before. It takes a while. I know he's young, but uh, I mean, 12 inch, 12 inch and 16 inch softball has broken a lot of fingers on his hands. Yeah. No, I mean, it'll be a minute. Like, you, you could still play, but the, it's the thumb. That's the, that's the, that's the difference. Yeah. You've seen Justin Herbert yesterday. Yeah, uh, yesterday he was yeah. playing with, with, with a finger cast on. So, like, if it wasn't the thumb... I think Justin's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't the thumb, but since it is his thumb and he needs to hold on to that football, right? You know, you've already fumbled a lot. Like, let's let's go ahead and be as cautious as we can. Get him 100. percent Yeah, as much to 100 percent as he can. Is it time to tank? No, don't tank. Okay. Don't you you start doing that? You're gonna lose the locker room. You're gonna get empty. You're gonna get a, a empty fucking sta- uh, uh, seats from here on out, and I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, you'll get empty seats from here on out. If you if you show an inkling of you know moving guys out or, or, or not going for it in certain situations, there's gonna be so much heat coming from the media, from the fans. You would have to probably fire these guys in season. Which and they won't do. I just don't think. I, I just think that they'll masquerade it enough to, you know, show that they are trying to develop. But like, I, I just, I don't think that they have the balls to to, to go ahead and uh, do that. I yeah. don't think they have the balls. I, I hope they really don't. I don't. I don't think that's going to be the plan to do that because there's too many jobs on the line, especially for the coaching staff because they have to prove out that uh, they are the ones to keep going forward. So. I don't see them tanking, but uh, I do see us getting like being like the third, fourth pick, and the ninth pick, or some shit like that. That's so. 
I still think Carolina is a pretty good, uh, decent team where they can win uh, a couple games. We have the Saints in our punt segment. Uh, I, you know what? I, it, I don't see the Bears winning this one. And every time we say we don't see them winning, they end up winning. And every time we say they're going to win, then they, they lose. So um, I say Saints uh, 42, Bears 16. I'm going to go with the Saints. I'll go with the Saints, and it's – I don't even know the score. It's going to be a lot too little. Yeah, it's going to be something like that. It. I just think that they're going to continue to be this up-and-down team. Um, bold prediction, right? I'll say that they will perform in the first half, and in the second half they'll – once again, become the Bears, like Cinderella at midnight. Yeah. Once that halftime, once that halftime whistle blows and going into the second half, they'll turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, I, I yeah. So you're look, you're gonna see Derek Carr light them up for like 250 yards. I because I don't, I don't have any trust in that defense right now. You, you're probably looking at you know Alvin Kamara to have a breakout game because everyone has a breakout game against us. You know, it just, it just ends up being that way. Um, I don't, I don't, this, it's not going to feel good to see this game. Um, I'm more interested in seeing the, the garbage of versus garbage in, in Carolina versus the bears. That's probably the game I do want to watch. Well, I, I mean that one, I'm going to be cheering hardest. Like I'm, we're going to have to cheer our hardest ever because yeah. we don't want the Panthers to come in here and pull off, which I don't know if it's an upset or not. It might be an even, the, the line might be even. <laughs> For that game, to be honest, with they're like, I don't know, I don't know. You can go yeah, with the it's team. Like, it's up to you. Like, <laughs> like, pick your poison here. Like, I don't know. It's 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 that bad, man. It's I I, I don't really trust the Panthers. I I could see us accidentally winning again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. actually, I could just accidentally winning a couple times. But. If we lose out, I wouldn't be surprised with that either. With the way everything's been operated, like there's <laughs> been no sustained, um, sustained uh, uh, success here. There no, really man, isn't the uh, the the standard. There's no sustained standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hits isn't shit. No. No. Right. Hits isn't shit. So your your standard is now in flux. What is the standard here? Who are we? Who are you as a football team? Who do you want to be? Why aren't you fucking blitzing and allowing the guy to stand in the pocket for 10 seconds with a and broken finger? Pick you apart? With a broken finger. And and guess what? Once he started blitzing TJ Edwards, you put him on his ass a few times. Yeah. Fucking shock. I I I'm telling you, I'm trying to keep myself at, at ease because, like I said, I've had a couple, and I don't want to get all animated here. I, although I can't help myself, but you know, it's 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 been my life, your life, pretty much, right? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's been our life. Like, what happened in the '90s? Nothing. A year, a year in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? What happened in the in, in the in the in the 2000s? Well, thank God they drafted Erlacher and Briggs yeah. and Jerry Angelo did some things right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the uh, 0405 Bears, right? Yeah, yeah. What 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 what? Since 80, well, I'll say since the early 90s, right? Like since 1990, 91, the Bears haven't been anything. No. 
And even prior to that, prior to 85, they were still bad. They were the really bad. For a, a whole decade plus. Yeah. They, they were bad. Yeah. Beep, so beep. This, is, this is getting to be a team who has been historically bad instead of being historically good. You know what? Let's close on that. All right. We'll be right back with the loop after a word from our sponsors. And uh, we'll, we'll get Ivan more animated when it comes to the Bulls. <laughs> Only the Bulls. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Well, welcome back to the TCSF Podcast. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This welcome, is Chicago. Doors open welcome, on the left at Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. All right, Ivan. You know that music. You know that music. I, I got to turn That's it off. That's the music of champions. That's the music of champions. Okay, then let me turn it off. Then. Let me turn it off. We can't play that, we can't play that music for this fucking team. <laughs> I had to. I had to championship music. I, 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 I don't, don't want to get fined. It felt, good. it felt good. Trust me. Every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah. Except for then you realize who's on the I team. Because I went to so I Lakeview, right? My high school, the high school yeah. I graduated from. This was our warning for the beginning of the period. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, Alan Parsons Project was mm-hmm. the uh, the warning for the beginning of the period. So every every time that would go on, I'm like, we got to start running. <laughs> yeah, Pat I mean, Logan I, I didn't, I didn't run. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't run. I didn't, I didn't run. I was like, oh, well, well I'm going to be there. <laughs> like, I'll be there when I get there. Oh, uh, boy. But yeah, let's get let's let's do it, man. All right. Remember last week when we said that Pat William wanted $20 million a year? I did. That didn't work out too well for that boy, did it? <laughs> In the Chicago Bulls' first three games, Williams has played a combined of nine minutes, 35 seconds uh, of the 41 minutes, spanning fourth quarters, and one overtime. Uh, and he's uh, he scored nothing. <laughs> he scored, he's a big dog talking big all that dog. shit. Can't score. Stars, bro. You can't just be doing that. You can't be doing that. Like You're going to... You have to have a year plus Pat Williams because they drafted you like you was going to be the next one. No, he like, was off the bench. He played in college off the bench. Him, they drafted him like he was the hidden treasure. Oh, 100%. Nobody saw he was going to be the next one. Oh, yeah. So 
I, I this is another folly of the front office of oh. the Chicago Bulls, man. And 100%. it's it's starting to get like I trust me, I don't miss Garpex, I don't miss Jim Boylan, mm-hmm. I don't miss I, this is even more frustrating because it's just we're at a blank sh- uh, a blank sheet again, right? Another blank slate. Like mm. I, I don't. What does Zach do for us? What does uh, what does Demar do for us? I mean, Demar at this point, like I I prefer Demar over Zach, you know, right here right now. But even then, it's like, what are you going to do with this team? Who who comes and takes this team to the next level? I just don't know. You, you I ha- just don't know. Can Zach? Can Zach finally mature enough to be a, a, a team player? Can can there be a, a compromise of who gets the ball in what situations? I just I don't understand how this team is going to get out of this rut without moving some of these pieces. I think this again goes back to coaching. You you picked a coach that does not do well with big personalities. You saw what happened in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City with the big personalities. He could have handled them. So you have a bunch of B and B plus players. You do not have a superstar. You do not have a star on this team. Vucevic is a consistent double-double machine. Bet it every single game. Take it to the bank. He's already got 12 rebounds and 17 points as we speak right now. The kid's consistent. If you feed him the fucking ball, put him in a post. Feed him the fucking ball. He can get you 20 points a game. Just keep, keep feeding him. Let the defense collapse. And guess what? Now you spread the offense because your three-pointers are going to, three-point shooters are going to be wide open. It's a very simple formula. We know it. Everyone who watches the Bulls knows it. Just like the Bears. We watch the Bears. We know you got to run the ball and hold the, the time of possession clock. DeMar DeRozan. We know he's consistent. He may have an off night here and there, but he's going to get you your 20 to 25 points. He'll get you what you need. Is he the best three-point shooter? No, he's never been. He's a mid-range guy, but he's a leader. He's definitely the leader. Zach Levine, to your point, when is he going to mature into taking the the, the good shots instead of rushing the ball? When is he going to stop fucking fumbling the ball like he's Justin Fields when he has three linebackers on him? Zach Levine has trouble dribbling through the defense. And all he does is throw his hands up and starts complaining to the ref. Nah, bro, get your ass, get your ass up back on defense. One all-star, one all-star appearance doesn't give you fucking no, no. grace like that. No. And trust me, like I know it's bullshit. Like the the referees can be on bullshit. Oh yeah. But Zach, Zach himself has. It was a de- desperation attempt to go ahead and sign him, and Zach hasn't lived up to no max deal. There, there was no just, one else to sign. That's why. It's just that. It, it it just hasn't been going out going well for for in my opinion for him and the Bulls. I think that they need to go ahead and reassess what they're doing come next year. I think a lot of these guys are going to be gone by the deadline. I agree. I think a lot of these guys should be gone and just go go ahead and blow it up. Uh, try to get as many picks as you can. And are you going to keep Donovan? Uh, can can he develop the next uh, batch of kids? I don't think so. You had Patrick Williams. Kobe White, who's inconsistent. Um, when when you get Javon Carter from Milwaukee and he's already got 11 points, that's more than Patrick Williams, who's been here three or four years, whatever. You have uh, Torrey Craig, already with five points. Drummond, five, three, and two. He's got five uh, points, three rebounds, two assists. The man's old. He's probably almost our age. And the kid, he still produces. 
It's just Dale and Terry, they sent them back down. How are you going to develop a player if you're fucking yo-yoing him between the, 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 the end of the roster over here and the end of the bench to, to the G League? Oh, he needs more seasoning, more time. He's not going to get better against high school uh, talent down there. He's way better than them. So he's not going to do that well when he comes up here and he's playing against, you know, the West where it has top tier uh, um, point guards. It's just so frustrating to have a team with a bunch of talent with no direction, no identity, and no superstar. <laughs> You're muted. You're muted, Ivan. <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. I, I might as well have been muted because there's nothing more I can say with about this basketball team. It's yeah, Zach scores fifty one, and the rest of the team scores fifty one. It's, it's right. It's desperation. Like everything, everything that they do is like, if you're trying to be positive, it just feels like, it just feels like desperation. There's, it, it doesn't look good for this franchise moving forward. We don't. What are we? Are we a playoff team? No, no. I don't think so. No. Nope. You're gonna run it back with this team? Are they a playoff team? No. They don't. They still don't look like a playoff team. They look like, like the same fucking team from last year because they're the same team. <laughs> they are. Uh, they, it's just. It's sad. It's. It's right now to be a Chicago sports fan. Only the Bulls, only the Bulls and the White Sox who run, who run the same yeah. organization. Uh, you might as well put some White Sox players on here too. Uh, <laughs> fucking why not, right? For why not? Uh, the other team that plays in that building, the Madhouse of Madison Blackhawks, went over to Vegas. And you know what? I thought they were going to get blown out, and they came out with a W. And this was after they had lost, I think, to Boston at home, and uh, the coach was tired. He's like, I'm tired of mortal victories. Tired of mortal victories. So are we, coach. So are we. He runs a hard practice the next day, and that led to a win. This is what I'm talking about, holding your players accountable. Hey, the, oh, my God, you you you, you had another assist, uh, or you played more time. Good job, Billy. No, stop giving uh, trophies and, and medals for participation. It's very simple. This is a results business. It is a business. It's a result business. Yes, it's sports, but it's a result business. And if you're not producing, you need to be shipped out and do something else. Go go deliver packages for FedEx or go be a truck driver, whatever you need to be. But if you're not producing for our Chicago teams, the Blackhawks, the Bulls, Cubs, White Sox, Bears, the Sky, you need to go. Oh, congratulations to the yeah. Sky who, who just got the, the new coach. But it's just... It's, yeah, it's, I mean... Go ahead. It's it's the fall from grace of the Chicago Bulls. Like you you being a, a little older than I, right. right? You remember a little differently because probably just because you were able to do a lot more. I was I was still a little kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I still can remember the vibes. I still remember going to Grant Park. Remember the the, the championships out on. Like, it's so, like, right there still with me. Mm -hmm. Like, burned into you. Like, how good we were. Anything less than you being a contender for the Chicago Bulls is fucking garbage to me. Bulls, like, it's garbage. Blackhawks, yes. Anything less. Anything less. And then and the Blackhawks as well. With how they, especially in recent years. The yeah. Cubs, like, like, 
I'm to the point in my fandom, and it's probably because I'm an old, I'm getting old. <laughs> but I like you can't be settling for just bullshit for more than two, three years because you like somebody or because you have some type of connection. Or be, if it's not working, it's not ever gonna fucking work. Yep. In my opinion, like, and, and something, some things. Square peg, round be, hole. Yeah, some things can, some things could change. Like, I can't say that it's it's always like that. But Billy Donovan in this experiment, it has a very. Th- you cannot do what you did with guard packs where they had a, was it a decade plus of just fucking the Chicago Bulls. Over and over, luck into Derrick Rose. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, why could you? Why could you sign any one of those free agents uh, w- w- of the big three? You know, there's a reason you probably couldn't do that. And it probably—I I don't think it was my—it was, it was who was running the organization, Pat Riley or fucking these clowns over here. Yeah, I'm going with Pat Riley. I'm going with Pat Riley. I'm going with a proven winner. A proven winner, yeah, and it's it like you said, it's like that that feeling between. I grew up watching the Bulls. I was a little older, and you know it was musty TV. It was so good that my dad, who was not a sports person, went to Montgomery Ward, got the biggest TV he could afford. Montgomery Ward. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went to Montgomery Ward over there on on it was on Addison and uh, Sacramento. Went over there, got the biggest TV he could afford. I think it was like a forty six or forty eight inch sharp tv all the features on it picture and picture all that cool stuff and he's like how do we watch the bulls i'm like well they're on channel nine or if they're on cable he's like all right cool he's like all right we'll watch them we're gonna watch every single game together all right cool because i was gonna watch them anyways where you were there or not but the fact that i got the bond (laughs) i I got the bond with him and he would he would like yeah he was like why aren't you giving the ball to jordan i'm like you can't give the ball to jordan every play I mean, he's gonna touch the ball, but he can't shoot every single every time. Or like he'd be yelling at, at uh, uh, Luke Longley, "You big white dummy, get the rebound!" You know, he's like trying his hardest to to be into it, and it's it was hilarious. But I got that bonding time, like going to people's houses and watching NBC, uh, NBA and NBC on Christmas, or or thanks. Oh well, yeah, it was Christmas and and the the Saturday games, Sunday games, these important games, and the theme song, like. Like that got me hype, and that still gives me hype. Then we go to, you know, yes, the one off for the White Sox. Then we have the long sustained run by the Blackhawks in 10, 13, and 15. And then the next year, we get the Cubs to overcome the 108 year curse. We had a good run. We had a good run, but. This is a market that needs that sustainability of we need at least one or two teams in a playoff hunt all the time. This city has the fans that are so passionate that are ride or die. Bears fans and Cub fans are the biggest ride or die fans in the world. Doesn't matter what you can say about them. They're showing up. They're going to show up at Joe Ballpark and they're going to talk shit. Even though they suck, they're still going to do it. Look how many Bears fans were over in L.A. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands. I don't, I don't even know. I just know a lot of people went out there and they got money. I, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to be a Chicago fan right now. Got embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you're right. It's, it's it's very hard to be a Chicago fan right now. Yeah, it's it's, it's so really it's hard. 
<laughs> I mean, I thought you had to retire that saying since you guys won it in 16. Well, I'm just talking about Chicago. In <laughs> <laughs> it's a blanket statement. It's a blanket statement. Right. All right. Well, you know what? We don't need to take a break. We're just going to go straight into stirring a pot. Um, so it's time again. It's time to stir the pot. Let's just go into it. Um, I had a question because this was my dinner today because I'm, I'm trying not to spend as much money. So I had a frozen pizza. So my question to you, Ivan, what is the best frozen pizza? I like DiGiorno. A DiGiorno, you okay? Okay. Yeah, with a DiGiorno, I like the Red Baron. Jack's is good. like honestly, I'll just eat pizza, mm-hmm. and I'll like it. Like you know what I'm saying? But like, it it depends on what's going on. Like if it, if I'm like. Like when I was a kid, like when I was a kid, when I was uh, <laughs> like broke in a like a bachelor, yeah, like a Jacks, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A yeah, Jacks like, smacks. You go, you go cheapest shit. Yeah, three shit. for ten. And it's the greatest. It's the greatest because you know what I mean. Like you're, you're obviously poor. partying and you know you'll be drinking and I, it's just easy to easy to go ahead and pop in, eat eat a lunch. Like I said, a hangover meal, whatever. Yeah. So next, but like ever since you know I've gotten married and stuff, I'm like you know has to be you know an adult mm-hmm. or may I I'm somewhat. Seem. <laughs> somewhat somewhat. Um, I like and I've always liked the DiGiorno. It's just but like I would prefer like a DiGiorno okay. or like a gourmet type of pizza. Supreme, you know what I'm saying? Like before I hated Supreme, I had to be specific. But like if I'm getting from you know a specific pizza restaurant. I might just go ahead and not get Supreme, but like if it's if it's a DiGiorno, I want the Supreme. Okay, all right. Uh, so you're a DiGiorno guy, as as, as you've yeah. alluded right there. You know what? It like you said when you were poor and you're a bachelor, and right. you're like a Jax, a Tombstone, uh, uh, you know, Mama yeah. Cozy from Aldi. You whatever's cheap is to get three to ten, three for ten or three, four for twelve, whatever it was. Hey, you know what? At least I got three to four meals. I'll be I'll be all right this week because the rest of the time I can eat out. That's exactly. perfect. That's perfect. That's a bachelor's life. But I mean, for me, I think, um, oh, Jesus, I, 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 being a bachelor, I would go for that. But now I would say I, I can go get like a deep dish or a Connie's or a home run in. I can get some of those. I do have like a pizza, old school pizza oven. Uh, that's electric and you just put it in there, put the lid on. Boom. Just as long as you preheat it for five minutes, it's, it's steaming hot. And it's right. great, but I I literally like the the bigger I mean the Chicago chains that have their frozen pizza, mm-hmm. um, but again, like today, it, it, it was a uh, was it it wasn't Jack's it was a Tombstone I went Tombstone meat eaters you know has yeah. the bacon the the you know sausage pepperoni and whatever else kind of pig they put on there but um, I, sometimes you just got to do it and there's nothing wrong with that. No, man. Like, there's not. Like, I, trust me. Like, frozen pizza is not beneath anybody. If it, and if it is, stop listening. So then, stop it. Just get the fuck, <laughs> get the fuck you're, out of you're, here. You're probably, probably, you're probably way richer than I am. So like, it's probably, it probably is beneath you. But like, it, either way, I, I, I enjoy a good frozen pizza. DiGiorno might be my favorite, but like, I really don't discriminate. You know no, you don't discriminate. It's pizza. If you don't, come on. Unless you're good, you have a gluten problem, then sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, so, uh, Ivan, before we get out of here, what are you watching that isn't sports? 
Okay, there's a few things. So like I, mentioned, I mentioned that new the new Frasier, right? Yes, yes. New Frasier, really enjoy it. Go check it out. There's only four episodes so far, but like, it's its own franchise. It's its own show. Mm -hmm. So it's not. It, it's loosely connected for to the Seattle show. Okay. Right. You know, you still have certain mentions because it's back in Boston, so you have the Cheers connection. Ooh, but like nice. you're establishing new characters and new uh, stories. It's not like you're going back and regurgitating these old fucking stories and just member burying it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that I won't really, last, right? Right. I really enjoy. And the and speaking of member berries, well, the other thing I'm watching is i've been watching honestly i've watched it about eight times and i'm probably gonna watch it again tonight because i fucking just hilarious hilarious the new south park uh, really? uh, okay. uh yeah joining the panderverse so it's literally a how do i put this they highlight the main reason why all disney movies suck and, and like who's been involved in pretty much everything that Disney's doing and why they're changing characters to go ahead and, you know, and, and like race swapping for just for like likes and like pandering for, you know, just to, to, to do it. Not like no real right. significant reason. Like you're just doing it to go ahead and pander to, to the it crowd now. And it's been like, Every time I see it, I just laugh harder and harder because oh. it's so fucking perfect. Is that on HBO? It's on Paramount. Plus. Oh, it's on Paramount Plus. I have that. All right, cool. I can definitely watch that. Anything else? No, I'm I'm good. Other than that, it's been football, baseball. Yeah. Until it's, yeah. Until baseball. Yeah, I got baseball on. It's three zero Texas. Um, for me, I find uh, the season uh, series finale of Billions. Literally just wrapped up on Sunday. I stayed up late, and uh, as I was making the flyer for the show, uh, I, I, I finished watching that phenomenal show. They they wrapped up the show with a bow. Um, and if you if you have never seen it, it is an intense, a uh, financial, um, smart comedy drama or drama comedy, whatever whatever you want to call it. The writing is phenomenal, just because there's so many inside jokes, and if you're if you know pop culture from the 70s, 80s, 90s, you're going to get it because each show is kind of dedicated to some kind of theme or culture. Um, they had a wrestling one, like what they were talking about. Just everything they referenced was like, oh, this is a suplex to this guy and whatever. That kind of things. Where they even brought in Triple H. He was, an, he was a character. Well, he wasn't a character. He played himself. But like, right. you've had uh, famous chefs. You had all types of cameos. That they incorporated and it wasn't forced. Um, Paul Giamatti, one of my favorite actors. Um, just it's a great, uh, great show. It's it's wild, wild. So if you got time, I would say jump on that. Um, now that that show's over, and I've been watching Loki. Loki has been getting great. Um, Loki's one of those shows that you're gonna have to go on YouTube and look at for the Easter eggs and explanations because there's so much information jammed into each episode. Um, so. I mean, Loki's one of my favorite characters, so I definitely been watching those two things. And then, lastly, I need my garbage TV. I gotta watch uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. <laughs> I need to feel smarter than something than the people next to me. So, um, 
I, I'm just laughing. Ron is back. Sam is back. They're not in the same room yet, but they're back, and uh, it, it's, it looks like uh, they're, they're stirring up some drama. So that's it for me, man. Yeah, I'm good, too. All right, all right. All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago. And use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Get your shirts now. Check out the rest of the 606 Media lineup. The newest show in the 606 family is the No Water Weekend with Sean and Steven. Yeah, he doesn't listen to the show anyway. See, I know he's going to get upset. <laughs> so Also, happy birthday to Steven. Uh, it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, give him, give him a shout out. He's not on the show today because he uh, partied like a rock star yesterday. And uh, so happy birthday, Steven. You're 45 again. Um, <laughs> shout out to Ronesh Panic and Serious Beats and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's audio version show. Uh, check out panicoutabeat.com for your moment merch and gear. You can check us out on social media. True Shy, uh, shy Fans. I'm sorry. I always I got to take that out. It is TCSF Pod on Twitter. And uh, you can find us on Facebook. And uh, you can reach out to us on our email, TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. You can find Ivan. At the tape never lies. Is that is that the handle right? Yeah. So you could tape never lies on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Ivan V underscore TTNL on X or Twitter, like I said. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, check awesome. it out. Awesome. Tomorrow awesome. night, tomorrow night I'll be on uh, seven thirty Central on another Bear show talking about the Bears again. 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 You do this to yourself, sir. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's self-inflicted. I, I know this. I'm an addict. I, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Bears addict. It's just what it is. Have you been hurt by the Bears? You too can be in store for some compensation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. For Ivan, this is Big Z, and we'll see you next time for episode 168. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Oh, my goodness! Didn't see that coming! I'm middle What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. I'll eat the poppers. Thanks, Cubs.